Hi, and welcome to our podcast, Inspiring Healthy Changes. I'm Lisa Blanche, naturopath and director of Gisborne Health Essentials. Today, we have with us the beautiful Tamsin Weimer. And Tamsin is a Reiki practitioner, yoga teacher, and midwife with a deep desire to support women to live a spiritually connected and embodied life. Tamsin is now working with us at Gisborne Health Essentials and specializing in women's Reiki healing with that focus on restoration and replenishment across all stages of womanhood, but with a particular focus on fertility, pregnancy, and postpartum Reiki, which is just so beautiful. So Tamsin will work with you. She prescribes oils as well and crystals and yoga postures, being a yoga teacher as well, which is really wonderful. And she'll help to empower you on this healing journey as well. Tamsin's approach is very intuitive as well and soothing, and she leaves her clients feeling calm, clear, radiant and balanced. So welcome, Tamsin. We're so happy to have you here today. Thank you for having me. So Tamsin, tell us a bit about why you ended up being a midwife. Well, it wasn't my plan, let's just say that. I have had quite the journey getting here. Um, I grew up in the country and then I moved to Melbourne to study goodness knows what. I thought it was going to be a dietetics and then it ended up being nursing. And then a year in, it was midwifery and I can say it was nothing else besides like a ping when I was driving. I remember just thinking, babies mums and then that was my logic and then here I am that's so beautiful it's random but it has just like unraveled in the best way fantastic and then you've ended up on this reiki and yoga journey as well Mm. how did that all come about well when so studying with midwifery it's quite a medical approach um so my my journey in midwifery started there and I worked at a busy tertiary hospital for a few years um, in birthing mainly and and the shift work hours um, and the lack of circadian rhythm just completely burnt out my system and I ended up actually having a parasite and adrenal fatigue and it was a whole big story um, but I'm so grateful that it happened because it then led me down this path of resting and replenishment and energetics and it's actually where I first met my naturopath and a Reiki practitioner and it was just really the turning point of looking at midwifery and the womb and the energetics of women in like a whole different light. Wow. And so did you know about Reiki before, before that um, experience? My mum's quite spiritual. She doesn't know it, but she is now that I look back. Um, so we were always in different stores and I would be familiar with, with the word Reiki and energy healing. Um, but no, I think I had my first treatment when I was um, unwell, maybe six years ago. Mm. But prior to that, did not know at all. Amazing. Mm. That's so beautiful. It's amazing how, you know, sometimes it's those challenges in life, isn't it, that really shape who we are and what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, it helps us find our purpose, really, Mm. doesn't it? Yeah, and it definitely, like, is a catalyst. I think sometimes things happen and you you think that you're getting thrown off or that you kind of get into that why is this happening to me but then when you look back you can say that's exactly why it happened to me and you're a whole different trajectory 
Oh, so beautiful. Amazing. And so when you're working with uh, pregnancy and, and pregnant women and with fertility and postpartum, mm. so you'd be bringing some of that midwifery experience into into those sessions? Yes, into our sessions, definitely. And I, um, I forgot to mention, I still work as a midwife now. I work in clinic. So I feel like that really satisfies like that connection with women throughout the pregnancy, the preconception, the postpartum. And I can bring all of that knowledge and all of that um, like current study. I love studying into our treatments now. And I think it's so holistic that to stick on one side of healing, like we need to incorporate both and we need the medical and the spiritual and weaving it all together. And we were just talking about mm. some of those studies before, weren't we? And <laughs> we both love we our do, research. <laughs> we, we do love our research. It's such a, an interesting area at the yeah. moment as well. And we were talking about the sperm count reducing mm -hmm. over such a short period of time as well for, you know, multiple reasons. Mm. And obviously women with their journey too. And it's it can be really a, a traumatic journey for women. I agree. Well. And a really like unspoken journey. I think women feel so isolated and feel like they've done something so wrong when often it's nothing to do with them personally it's just a whole collection of things that we can work we can mm. work with mm. yeah and we were talking before as well about it's not just with your first child having mm -hmm. difficulty getting pregnant but sometimes the first will be fine it's the second one mm -hmm. or the third one yeah. that women women can really struggle through that and not a lot of people will talk about it openly but it's real and it's happening and you know for you to be here and, and support women through that journey it's just so special oh, you're so right it is real and it's happening and also i just wanted to mention like the depletion as well so maybe women are conceiving consecutively but with each pregnancy they're more and more depleted and they're finding it harder and harder to you know like maintain their motherhood duties and their working life and balancing it all and i think these practices particularly these energetic practices just really help rebalance what I think is lost in mm. life. I think we move fast from yeah. coming back and slowing down and yeah, connecting with the self and moving the energy is so important. Definitely. So what does a Reiki session with you look like? Excellent question. <laughs> um, and like I was speaking earlier, Reiki can be a little bit unknown. So it's really nice to um, go through this now so we can have a bit of a um, yeah a better idea for when you come in so if we're doing Reiki for like preconception or during pregnancy or postpartum they'll all have very different flavors to them um, but mainly Reiki is all about channeling and moving through life force energy into your energy field and that is what then works with your chakras um, and your energy system so that can be done with a hands-on approach or a hands-off approach or a little bit of both. We can talk about that when we uh, see each other. But um, but it's a beautiful and nurturing experience where um, you essentially just relax on the table for 45 to 60 minutes, um, eyes closed if you're comfortable with that. And you may feel sensations, you might feel tingling or warmth or see colors as we go through the practice or you might almost fall asleep to be honest and everything is welcomed everything is fine sometimes you laugh sometimes you cry sometimes um like i said you just have a beautiful rest so the main the main benefits of reiki um, is resting of the nervous system 
moving of the energy in the body which can be um, a lot to do with emotional blocks so a lot of the times we can't articulate what we're feeling we just don't feel um, in flow or ourselves or um, aligned or with our purpose or whatever it may be so reiki works um, on the energetic layer the subconscious layer um, and then it also works to facilitate movement of energy through the womb through the meridians um, and it's also said that uh, Reiki energy and energy healing works on present, past and future. So there's an element of healing across all timelines during a session. That's incredible. And actually really important too that we go back in time. There's a lot of research coming out now, isn't there, in mm. terms of that trauma that we can carry in our bodies that is potentially our mum's trauma or her mum's or, you know, our great-grandmother's trauma. And so it's really important that we're working on this. Yes, and, like, there is the research now that um, we were carried in our grandmother's room, like, that is now proven research. I think it used to be a little bit more suggested or mystical but now we have the evidence so mm. imagine the evidence in the years to come of the importance of healing that trauma um, and their emotions across the lineages it's really incredible isn't it yeah. uh, it's amazing that we can look into all of this now and have that understanding and so when it's quite a vulnerable time for women and it's a vulnerable time as well when we're lying on the bed and mm -hmm. you know we're experiencing Reiki and sometimes our emotions come up and we don't know why sometimes like we might not have access to why these um, emotions are coming up but I, I'm assuming in a session that you'll be talking through all of this at the end. Yes absolutely and we can also talk some people like to talk during their reiki so that is okay too if you come in and you're someone and you just feel like you want you want to keep speaking you're not sure why we'll just flow with that um, but at the end of our session so um, usually we'll sit down together we'll pull some cards together um, and as i was um, would have been working over your body and working with your energy little things will pop into my awareness uh, like oils or crystals or something that i just need to to tell you I mean, if you give me your permission, then we chat about that after um, and we talk about your experience and anything you saw or felt or anything that kind of came into your awareness. And we can debrief that together and then make like a, a little bit of a, a soft plan moving forwards. Which is beautiful. The other, I think, important thing to note as well is that sometimes it's just a matter of women trusting their intuition mm. as well. All women are intuitive, particularly as well when we're pregnant like that. Intuition is just incredible. And so I think sometimes having those Reiki sessions and having someone hold us and support mm. us and nurture us can really bring out that intuition as well. You know, I remember when I was pregnant, I'd have quite the strong boy. So <laughs> even when even when he was in my room, he was telling me what to do. <laughs> and it was it was an incredible experience and amazing just to see how that all works. Like it is another soul that you have yes. in your room and there is that connection and sometimes we just think it's our own thought, but sometimes it's actually coming from from our womb and from this beautiful soul that um, that is having a nice time in there. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah, he was really quite strong in some things, told me that I needed to work on my liver. This was mm -hmm. just before I started studying naturopathy. Oh. So it's like, okay, I need to eat a little more healthy. <laughs> um, told me his name. And oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So he, he told me his name was going to be James. 
Spirit. Yes. Have you read the book Spirit Babies? Just going on no, a quick tangent. No. It's, if anyone's um, listening to Lisa's story and is super inspired, there is a book called Spirit Babies. I can't think of the author right now, but we can pop it in the notes. And it's all about connecting with your baby before they're in the womb, mm. which is incredible. Before. Before. Oh, so, oh in. Oh, in. Mm. Yeah. Before is really interesting as well. And not sure um, how much you work with women beforehand, mm-hmm. but I guess in your Reiki sessions, mm-hmm. that, that is an option because you, we can consciously bring certain souls in as well and that's a practice that just works beautifully and and so that was a practice that me and James's dad did (laughs) and it was just lovely like to be conscious and aware and really considering what we're doing and very receptive to what is coming yeah absolutely and you know I look I was in that fortunate position where we prepared our bodies for the pregnancy Mm -hmm. well my body for the pregnancy but also prepared you know sperm takes those months Mm -hmm. to develop and grow and and you want it to be as strong and healthy as possible so we both did our you know a bit of a detox and then really wholesome healthy food and supplements and everything that we needed um beforehand and so we didn't have a problem um getting pregnant not many tries so that was a bit disappointing (laughs) for my husband (laughs) but um when we did have our session maybe this is too much no i love it please keep going i closed my eyes afterwards and there was this like this um like an indian guy Mm. you know with legs crossed and he just gave me a nod and I was like, wow, okay. And at that point, wasn't really into yoga or anything. Oh so, yeah, so I knew that something <laughs> had just happened. That's magical. Um, it was That's magical. Incredible. But, you know, that whole, it, the whole experience was a conscious experience, mm-hmm. with, which we can all have. And, yeah. you know, I think sometimes there's too much stress involved and too much overthinking and, you know, planning out mm-hmm. what we want and how it should happen yeah. and... Um, you know, it means so so much much pressure pressure. that sometimes we're not present with these things and Mm. we're not thinking about it in a conscious way. And so to bring it back to, well, you know, this is what I want. This is what I want to create. This is the type of soul that would, um, you know, be beautiful. Actually, this is the other thing I did know about James years before (laughs) he came to me in a meditation and told me the year that he would be born. So yeah, oh, I've learned about him for years, actually. Do you but know anyway. what I am? Um, <laughs> but anyway, I I know my I'm one of those people that like I'm not I don't want to share my first daughter's name, <laughs> but it's come to me meditation truth is really like mystical name, and it just it, it lands it lands and you're like wow that's my child's name that's oh, it like there's no question about it I love that yeah so she's I just. I'm kind of waiting until she's here, but yeah, it's absolutely, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean by that knowing. Yeah. And I think going to intuition sometimes, oh, I think sometimes we try to intellectualize it and try to make intuition this big, grand event, like someone whispering through the winds and then we catch it, but often it it's our voice way. Yeah, and we, and we dismiss it a lot. So, and we even think it's our thought yes, as well. We exactly. don't even know it's a separate thought until we, yeah, unless until we slow we down, it. unless we slow down yeah. and we're there in the present, mm-hmm. you know, which is really the benefit of something like Reiki mm-hmm. and meditation to assist yeah. us to really slow down and be there and, and be present and pick up on these things. Yeah. That's really beautiful <laughs> for you though. I love that. Oh, thank you. Thank so, you. Thank you. 
Yeah. It's, um, it's trusting as well, yes. isn't it? You know, trusting that intuition, but just trusting our bodies and trusting mm-hmm. the whole process. Yeah. Also trusting that it's going to be what it's going to be yes. as well. You know, coming back to timing too. So I, he did tell me what year he was going to be born. I only just met Damien the year before. You're like, ah, oh, don't but, think so. <laughs> <laughs> but it did all happen. But the other thing as well, you know, in terms of timing, like they'll have this soul that is yes. coming through has a particular time as mm-hmm. well. And, you know, I, I often, because I think it's quite amazing, <laughs> often tell people um, James's birth date, it was 2010, 2010, mm-hmm. and he was born at exactly midday. Now, you can't, like, not think oh, that, yeah, that that was his choice and that is his destiny. And yeah. he was, you know, from my perspective beforehand, he was seven days late. Like, Come on, James. From our earthbound yeah. perspective. <laughs> Come on, I'm over this. I'm big. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. But he came, you know, at the right time mm-hmm. for him. And so the same with our pregnancies as well. Because that's determining their birth date as well. And that's determining their astrology and their destiny and their paths. And and so here's us thinking, well, I want to be pregnant by this date. But if that doesn't suit the soul that's coming through, well, you know, maybe that's not the right time. And so letting go of that too and letting go of that thought that it's your physical body or it's, you know, the sperm quality. Or sometimes yes. it's not that as well. Sometimes it's just the alignment of the different souls and you know, every, all of that coming together that mm-hmm. you, we need to consider and we need to let go of that idea that, you know, we can control these yeah, things. And we can force it, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, speaking of control, this is the other thing that, you know, it's so we've got the, you're working with the fertility, then the pregnancy, then the postpartum. Mm-hmm. My God, postpartum, postpartum. That's like the... You, that's when you've really got to let go because you've got no control. <laughs> this little human controls you. <laughs> yeah, and for the first time, you know, for a lot of women, it's the first time in their lives, and yes. especially as we are having babies later, we've usually had a full career mm-hmm. first, and we've been this, you know, whatever we've, prior to having James, I was a businesswoman. I, I, you know, I was it in the bit, and I controlled <laughs> everything. I had people that I managed, and um, everything was organized. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And going really well and then you have a baby and it's like hang on yes. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing I've got nothing to follow and even if I was to follow something then this isn't working because James is on the boob every 15 He's unpredictable, <laughs> which is normal <laughs> <laughs> and you know gosh that's when I love midwives as well oh, because you're so like just you know the assurance that you can get from a midwife just telling you that you know you may not be textbook but what yeah. is happening is totally okay and what is textbook anyway you know what exactly. i mean like how can we tell a little human yeah that they're feeding for too long yeah or that they're not sleeping in the correct pattern like yeah and absolutely. you know often that's part of their personality as mm-hmm. well and how they do things and some you know some children are just a bit more demanding than other children and some are more sensitive Mm -hmm. they're all completely different they're beautiful incredible souls coming through now and a lot of them have a better idea than what we did in terms of their path and what Mm -hmm. they want to do in this lifetime and really there's actually when you think about it there's probably more pressure on them too And, you know, if they're coming more, I don't know, I think they're more more aware, more advanced. (laughs) I'm going to say that. I'm like, is that okay to say? Yeah, I think it's okay. But I feel like they are more advanced than their previous generations. And so that does mean that they are going to be more demanding. They're going to be more sensitive. They're going to need 
more from mm-hmm. their from their mom yeah. more present present parenting as well yeah yeah and then that is putting a lot of pressure on us you know not only do we feel like we don't know what we're doing mm-hmm. but then we have to completely change you know our idea because yeah. it needs to fit in with this new soul and you know we need to do our best to meet their needs even though we don't even feel like we can meet our own needs it's such a journey and so just to take that time out as well and Mm. nurture ourselves as new mums and provide you know ensure that we have the support that we need to do what we need to do i couldn't agree more and there is so much coming out now like there's such a language about nurturing the mother which i think is so beautiful when i did my studies postpartum was I mean, we learned maybe about the first two weeks and then like literally our studies stopped there. Wow. Postpartum goes so much longer than like the quote unquote six weeks that um, the medical texts kind of say. So I Mm. think, yeah, that language of nurturing the mother and giving her this space and this time to heal and to um, become a mum actually you know when when the baby's it is a transitional period isn't it Mm. when the baby's first born you still don't feel like a mum you know you're looking at an alien and thinking and now you're meant to like suck on my (laughs) boob and i don't even know how you're meant to know to do that i don't know how you do it but they do know because they're so intelligent Uh, but you don't feel like a mum, do like it's just that really kind of strange experience Mm. at the start and so and that's another thing, isn't it, with women as well? We think, you know, if we're not feeling it straight away, there's something wrong with us. Oh. But actually, no. Yes. It's like they come out, they look like an alien. Mm-hmm. They're screaming at you. You don't know what to do. And so it is a transitional period, isn't it? And yeah. so something that we, you know, we need that support with. And I think it's an, an unbecoming of who you were. And then there's like a new becoming. Because you do, you do, you switch phases and you switch roles of woman and you turn it into this into the mother mm. and she's an archetype in herself like it's, it's such a magical thing um to do in a lifetime and going back to the reiki like a postpartum reiki session it it helps you move through that transition the emotions the energies the, the physical side of it like there is so much to it and i think giving yourself that space um, is so essential because mm. like you said you've got this beautiful baby and you now have that baby and you are the carer and I think we also need to care for ourselves to be the best we can definitely and even in terms of that care as well not just mm. the mother but there might be an you know an auntie or the mother's mom that is around and caring for the baby quite a lot as well mm. and feeling you know not sure themselves yeah. you know I remember when my um, first nephew was born and I looked after him a few times and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm left with this baby and you feel quite vulnerable even doing that. So, you know, not just for that mum, but those people around that mum that are taking care of the child as well. It's a a real adjustment period Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Beautiful. And, you know, that's that's another really important part of it too, that it doesn't have to be... um, you know, in terms of seeing Tamsin and and working with Tamsin, it doesn't mean, you know, you don't need to have had a baby oh, and you no. don't need to, no. like, if it could just be that you're a beautiful auntie mm-hmm. and it could be that it's, it's something that you'd like to work on, just your womb healing. It could be that your mum or sister or someone else in your family has had traumatic experiences mm-hmm. in terms of um, childbirth or 
um, or just getting pregnant in the first place as well and there's a bit of womb healing for you to do too and you know sometimes we see that playing out as um, you know menstrual issues don't yes. we and menstrual pain um, you know endo and fibroids and, and lots of different physical um, conditions we can see it playing out with or even just pain or ov- ovulation pain yes. as well is really huge these days too and and so sometimes as much as you know we're here as naturopaths for you as well and you know we can support you in terms of the herbs and the supplements and the the diet and um you know that's that's a really important aspect too but there's also this healing aspect that needs to be addressed Mm. because this trauma is real and it might not have as we were saying at the start of this podcast it might not have been your trauma it might have been your mum's trauma Mm -hmm. or your grandma's trauma that is now impacting your your womb space And your DNA, like we know from studies now that the transgenerational trauma, it's, it's all through the body. Mm. So yeah, having this access to um, Reiki energies just to help you release and move past these things that we can't uh, rationalize, but, it, but are there and it's real. Mm. Yeah, beautiful. Excellent. It's been so lovely chatting oh, to you, it's been so good. <laughs> and I'd love to do another podcast, actually. I'm sure it's we such, will. <laughs> it's such an interesting yes. um, field, really, and especially with all this new research mm-hmm. coming out as well to support women and to support men as well on this journey. Um, you know, it's, it's really great. So we'll plan to do another one yes, of these. <laughs> and so if you'd like to book in to see Tamsin, she is at Gisborne Health Essentials on Wednesdays. And you can book in through the website www.healthboutique.com.au. Thanks for listening. Thank you. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Inspiring Healthy Changes. And as always, we'd love to hear what you think. 